But there's also the part of me that's like, I just got to get through this. I just got to, I'm going to give it my best. And no matter what, I'm going to show up and then I'll show up next time too. Regardless of the outcome, I'm going to show up next time. That, that is where I would bet on myself. Are you doing all you can with all you have? Are you actually maximizing your own strengths and mitigating your own weaknesses? And if you can say yes to that consistently, I mean, I'm telling you in the long run, you'll be, you'll be blown away with what you can do. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was number 1,000, no, yes, 1,212, Are You Really Too Much? I enjoyed that uh, that episode very much, other than the fact that my brain was not fully functioning. Today, for episode number 1,213, Would You Bet on You? So, Alan, I had a thought, and I don't know exactly where this came from, but I was thinking to myself, how many times you brought me into rooms that I was not ready to be in? And you got me opportunities, potential opportunities that I probably would not have gotten myself. This is a great example. We went to Toronto and we interviewed Evan Carmichael a couple, was it a month ago? And as we were driving, no, no, it wasn't even that. We were at the Airbnb in Toronto. I think it was the day of the interview. And you're like, dude, I'm just not going to prep and I'm not going to write any questions down. I don't think you should either. And I was like, what do you mean? what do you mean? And you were like, I just don't think you should write me. That's child's play. And we're better than that. We got this. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think I'm ready for that. And I ended up writing questions in my phone. I only looked at the first question and then I, I very much freestyled it. And I thought we did a really, really, really good job. This was my thought. Why did you bet on me to actually be able to do that in a decent manner? Like, what made you think to yourself, yeah, let's, Kev can do that. I've thought of that a lot, not from an ego place of like, how did you know I could handle, insert anything I've done? Going to Brenda Burchard, private island networking event, living in Florida. Like, how, what made you bet on me when it comes to that? And again, not from an ego place. This is for the, for the listeners. Hey, maybe a little bit for me but mostly for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's not feeling well. He's got COVID. I still have COVID. And so he's fishing for some compliments in this I'm episode. Also, <laughs> I'm also running hot on DayQuil. So like you I got, needed, got, I needed I some medicine. So <laughs> Running hot on DayQuil. It's getting weird. I remember, I, I'll tell the story. So at the beginning of the Hyperconscious Podcast meets Conversations Change Lives before we teamed up, before we partnered up, which is wild to think about, by the way, because... Back then, it just happened so organically. Yeah, it did. It was just like, why wouldn't we do this? Of yeah. course we're going to do this. You know, are we going to go back to podcasting alone? Mm. But anyways, uh, I remember you went to England, and I'll never forget this. First of all, your Instagram handle. 
at never quack kid, never quack kid <laughs> at never quit kid on instagram i always remembered that i always remembered that then you went to england and you took your podcast equipment in a 50 pound bag with Giant you and then and then went on the train with it that's when i knew you were willing to do the work that most people aren't and and one thing that i will share i think that a lot of people thought i was full of crap when i said i wanted to you know, start a business and start a podcast and be like Tony Robbins one day and X, Y, Z. When in reality, I meant it and I meant it through and through and I meant it in my bones and I, I'll do whatever it takes. And, and obviously within reason, but I'll do whatever it takes within alignment. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And there's very little I wouldn't do to actually achieve that, that goal, that dream. And I think a lot of people, and this is my new understanding of it, a lot of people say they want X, Y, Z result, but they don't actually want everything that comes with that. And they don't, more importantly, maybe know what comes with that. What I did notice about you is that your actions actually backed up your words. So you used to say like, I want to start a podcast like Joe Rogan and I want to live my dream life like Joe Rogan one day. Mm-hmm. And, but then you actually took, you did the hard and necessary and more importantly, very uncomfortable things that are required to achieve it. And when I witnessed you doing that, that's why I believed in you. Because at the end of the day, that is the cheat code. I mean, that's one thing that you, I was interviewed earlier today. One of my clients is doing her thesis on neuro leadership. And she asked Emilia and I to be, to be interviewed. And she asked 12 questions. It was awesome. And it's private and, and she's going to keep it private, but it was neuroleadership, which is essentially psychology meets neuroscience for leadership. And how do you lead your team effectively? How do you lead, how do you lead yourself effectively? How do you, how do you improve? And I remember thinking to myself, the one thing that you really can't teach, it's hard to educate someone on is that the necessity for doing painful, uncomfortable things consistently which by the way from a neuroscientific perspective is the only way you you really evolve your neurons it it, it creates it, it's very challenging it's just like your body you you lift your muscles you do hard workouts and then your body is breaking down the muscles tearing the muscle fibers and then they grow back stronger the same goes for your neurons in your brain and that's the basic the most basic form in other words you have to stretch your mind i remember you and i in the beginning of our journey We'd have these long, hour-long masterminds and, mm. you know, we'd interview David Meltzer, we'd interview all these people and, and you'd be really struggling to keep up cognitively. Yeah, for sure. And now you do that, no problem. That's how I knew you were ready. That's why I believed in you. Not because you had the capabilities then, because you didn't, but because I knew through resilience you would grow because the human condition is so adaptive. I mean, mm. you've just adapted through massive pain and trauma and failure. And I knew you would because you're the never quit kid who takes a 50 pound bag to England and for one episode, who does that? That's just reckless. It wasn't a good episode either. That was my, that, so that's actually exactly what I wanted to get in, into, what I wanted to get into during this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, uh, yeah. COVID brain Hopped is- Hopped up on Mountain Dew. COVID brain is a real, is a real legit thing. Okay. Would you bet on you? Yes or no? No. Where would you bet on you? Because there's somewhere that you would. And this is this is always my thing. I was never the smartest. I was never the biggest. I might not have been the fastest or the strongest, but I was always resilient enough to last. So even the fact that you said, I knew you were resilient, I would bet on myself when it comes to that too. 
but not necessarily the other things. And I'm glad we landed on that same thing because two parts. One, why wouldn't you bet on yourself? Do you Are you missing some sort of attribute that you recognize in people who have the success that you want? Is that is that part of it? Okay, cool. Part two, is there somewhere that you would bet on yourself? This I used to say this all the time because, again, I wanted to be a fighter. I wanted to, to fight professionally mixed martial arts. This was always my thought. You might beat me, but you'll never want to fight me again. That was always my thought. I was like, I'm not going to win every fight. But what if I, maybe I can show them that like I am super tough and I'm not going to quit and you're not going to get out of here without some sort of remembrance of me. That was always my thought. So did I bet on myself to win the fight? No. But I wanted to bet on myself that the person would never want to fight me again. And again, just in this analogy, I was never a professional fighter and I would get my butt kicked by any of the professional fighters. But I think that allows you in this weird way it's almost like if you might not have a 10 out of 10 belief anywhere, but there's like a belief below that that's like, well, I might not be able to accomplish blank, but I know I can accomplish this thing. That might seem more accessible. It might not seem as fancy or as big of an accomplishment. That's what I want you to find in this episode. Where would you bet on you? Maybe it's not, I'm going to have the most successful business of all, whatever. I'm really good with people. If you put me in a room with somebody, I know I could be their friend. Awesome. What can we do with that? We can do a lot with that. There's a lot of stuff that comes from that. Um, what else? Like, I might not be the best at blank, but I'm really good at communicating with somebody. All right, cool. Where can we, what can we do with that? I might not be somebody who's really good with vision, but I'm really good at being consistent in the beginning. Awesome. Like, what can we do with that? Where would you actually bet on yourself? I think so many of us look at the negatives. Well, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this. Whatever. Cool. But where would you bet on yourself? What are you good at? And I'm glad you and I landed on the same thing because that was kind of my my goal in this episode is I, it wasn't because I was super smart. It wasn't because I had studied self-improvement. Even from my standpoint, it was, look, we're going to go to a networking event and it's going to suck, and I'm going to be uncomfortable, but I know, and this was always my thought, I would bet on myself that I'll actually last. Like, I'll be able to survive the weekend and go back home, and I'll learn something new. I'll be able to start a conversation with somebody and end up being friends with them. I'll be able to take a bunch of notes that I'll be able to look at later, and maybe that'll, you know, raise my awareness of something. It might not be the the number one goal that you're going to accomplish, but what are the four, five, and sixes that you can. That's my point in this goal. Uh, that's my goal in this episode. Next Level University and Kevin is exactly where you need to be if you're a podcaster. When I first started out just a few months ago, I had no clue on the direction I was going. I was getting hustled by another company that was giving me not even close to the value that Kevin and Next Level U was giving me. They literally changed the trajectory of my podcast, have helped me out tremendously. They understand the clients. I promise you, you will not go wrong with dealing with Kevin and Next Level U. I'll see you there. The other piece of this too, Kev, and, and in hindsight, I was working with someone who I consider, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. I was working with someone who I think in hindsight is fairly lazy in comparison to you. And I remember when I first started working with you, I, I could never work with someone like that ever again. 
And because the, the contrast was so big. And I think that at the end of the day, you just, you're someone who is humble enough to know that you have to put in the work. I think other people who believe more in their own capabilities, they end up almost trying to outsmart hard work. And, and there's something about people used to say work smarter, not harder. Worst advice ever, especially for young people. I mean, work hard and then you'll get smart. I mean, dude, you're smarter than most people I know, not naturally, because you just grinded it out for decades, right? And so, and you're smarter than most people will ever be, genuinely, because you've spent thousands of hours contemplating yourself and the world and reading books you don't want to read and going to events you don't want to go to and doing podcasts you don't want to do. Hanging in there. I mean, yeah. that, that's really it, right? Like, I used to tell, we used to do LinkedIn Live, Facebook Live, no, not Facebook Live, Instagram, whatever it was with David Meltzer, when he would, we would have a coaching call, but it would end up going on his podcast. And I told Alan, like, every one of these, I'm prepping for the Super Bowl. Like, I, I don't know, I can't just flow in conversation. It's I don't know what the hell we're talking about here. I have to, like, prep for all of these. My goal was... Yeah, my goal was to impress Dave or impress Evan or impress whoever. I always want that. I always want the the person that we're talking to to be like, wow, those guys really have it not figured out, but they really prepped hard. Like they're professionals. They're really good at what they do. But there's also the part of me that's like, I just got to get through this. I just got to, I'm going to give it my best. And no matter what, I'm going to show up and then I'll show up next time too. Regardless of the outcome, I'm going to show up next time. That, that is where I would bet on myself. Not always will I give the best speech. I don't know. Will I show up next time? Yes. And then will I show up the time after that? Yes. That's where I'd bet on myself. But that it's taken me a long time to realize that that's actually a unique strength, not a weakness. In the I long run. I used to think, yes. In the yeah. long run, that mean, you'll be way more in the long run. And hopefully that's what the listeners are really taking away here, which yeah. is talent is useless if it doesn't work hard. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. And I've always known that because I, I'll be... I'm very grateful I was very talented at many things, but I I saw other people who were more talented than me that didn't have work ethic. And in the long run, I knew that it wouldn't be close. And that's just because of the the 1% improvement over time. I mean, this Kevin now versus the Kevin that I met six years ago, five and a half years ago, it's not even close. It's not even, it's not even close. You would be unrecognizable to your old self because it's just day by day to day to day to day. It doesn't seem like that big of a difference, but the compound effect over time is, is really quite drastic. And hopefully everyone out there is asking themselves like what may, maybe there's something that you're not, maybe you're not the smartest or the tallest or the biggest or the hardest working, but what is it about you that is, that is incredible and what can you do with that? And then more importantly, how can you kind of design a life around that and make it work for you? I think Einstein's quote, I love it. He says, if you judge a fish by how well it climbs a tree, the fish will spend its whole life thinking it's dumb. So it's all contextual. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult because we're born, depending on where you're born and what school system you're brought up in and what your parents think. You know, if you if you were, I'll give an example. I know this family. Go really quick. I know we got to go. I know this family who has uh, two sons and a daughter. And the 
of the three children, one of them is very artistic, and one of them is both artistic and scientific, and then one of them is a math genius scientist. And the daughter, intellectually, natural capabilities is definitely on the lower end. And when Emilia and I met this family, we we were asking ourselves, like, when we're parents, what are we going to want to do with that? Because you naturally what happens is the parents tend to give more attention to the the ones that are just really gifted and it can be really difficult for for the older siblings that are more gifted to not overshadow the talents of the the younger girl because she loves cooking and she loves art and all that stuff but but quite frankly from a from a mathematical intellectual cognitive capability situation she's definitely on the lower end and that's okay but what if what if that person were to really be told that they can achieve a lot and 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 pour it into and they study extra hours and they go to the tutors and they 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 do the extra extracurricular and they do the extra work and they build a resume and they i mean what they are capable of could be so much more in the long run than someone who is naturally gifted but the naturally gifted person if they find a way to work just as hard Yes, will be, you know, of course, better. But I think that's what I what I always come to is, are you maximizing what you are? That's it. I'm, I'm grateful to have many gifts. Am I maximizing those gifts? In the past, I couldn't say yes to that. In the past, I would drink and I would smoke and I would, I would F off and I would, I would do a lot of things that weren't good uses of my time that were not in, in alignment with my maximum potential cognitively or physically. And I, I regret that. I really do. I had a lot of fun, so I don't regret the fun, but I definitely regret that. And I was talented and I always got by, you know, but I didn't do my all. I didn't give my all. And I, and I hope that everyone listening can sit with themselves in this moment and go, okay, maybe I wouldn't bet on me as the naturally talented one. Maybe I wouldn't bet on me as the, the, the best at basketball or the best at, at whatever insert thing here. But are you doing all you can with all you have? Are you actually maximizing your own strengths and mitigating your own weaknesses? And if you can say yes to that consistently, I mean, I'm telling you in the long run, you'll be, you'll be blown away with what you can do. I remember I told you I was, and this is when, this is when I realized I don't really resonate with like any of the the, the quote unquote gurus, like the sales gurus. I don't resonate with any of that crap. I was listening to a Grant Cardone book and it was it was something like this is what happens if you are selling something to somebody and they say they can't afford it. You just say, "Well, why don't you just buy it anyway?" And it's like and I was like laughing. I was like there's no way that's real. And that was it. I was like, "All right, point number 6. We're going to move on to the next thing." For a long time as a dream chaser, as an early dream chaser, as an early entrepreneur, I remember thinking I could never be good at sales. No, no, no. I didn't want to get good at sales the way other people were doing it. Mm-hmm. That just wasn't my goal. I, f- for the longest time, I was anti-marketing. I don't want to get good the, the way everybody else is by like faking it. I don't want to do that. When in reality, I can be good in my own way. I do think I'm really good at sales. Not because what I'm was good the, at- the marketing of the Big Mac? Can you tell our listeners your, for the new <laughs> listeners, for the new listeners, Kevin has a great way to describe marketing. Yeah, I, the, the McDonald's commercials where they show you the Big Mac, it, it, is, a, it is a piece of art. 
it looks like it was crafted <laughs> in a, a scientific room because it was. That's why it looks that way. And every time I get a Big Mac, it looks like it has been dropped on the floor, run over by a truck several times, and then just packaged just shittily into a box and then given to me. I always eat it. I still like it. still tastes good. But it never has once looked like it does in the commercials. I still go back. That's my own fault. That's my I remember own Kev uh, was with one of our mentors, we'll keep it anonymous, and he said, I think marketing is making something look better than it really is. Mm. And the person was like, that's not what marketing is at all. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and I'm pretty sure, well, I'm pretty fairness, sure that's what a lot of people, yeah, I, don't, I know that's I don't not think what it is to that person. Is. Yeah. I don't think yeah. that's what it is to that that person. Exactly. It's funny. But that's, that's really my thought in this is, would you bet on you to win in your own way? I had a really great I had a great call the other day. NLPS has been growing a lot. I had a really great call with somebody and she said, how much does it cost? And I said, what you're looking for is $497 a month. And she's like, I really love your energy. Let's do it. I was like, all right. There was no like, but if is, you know, that's only if you buy today. If you want to buy tomorrow, that's going to have to jack that price up by 300. <laughs> now, if you do buy now, yeah. I can actually get that lower to, to, to 447. Yeah. Yeah. That. It's, or the anchoring good. high. Well, well, it was actually a hundred thousand yeah, dollars. But if you buy today, you, it's actually right. only forty nine ninety five bucks. So that's yeah. the that's the <laughs> point in this episode is: Would you bet on you? If not, why? Are you playing the wrong game? Are you playing the wrong game in the wrong way? Are you expecting the wrong result? Should you be doing something different? If you'd bet on somebody else, why? I would bet on Grant Cardone to win a sleazy sales thing ten times out of ten against me. But I, I wouldn't bet on him helping our community like we can. Not a chance. I'd bet on us every time. Every Same. single time. And that's why you'll never see somebody like him on this show. Because it's not what's best for the community. Right? That's that. I know that we can serve. The, I, I have to believe that at a deep level or I wouldn't be doing seven episodes a week with Alan and dedicating our lives. Quickly. But more importantly, you earn that. It's not like we fair. say that and then we like go to the beach, you know, no, no, it's, no. Fair, it's, fair, fair. it's very important to like, we are Absolutely. earning our words. I think a lot of people say the words, um, and we'll go, but we do have to go. Like words now. are not a, when you say words, they move people and that's good. But then do your actions actually back up your words and then do your actions create new words? I think that's a thing. A lot of people say a lot and then do things that are outside of alignment with that. And so, you know, Make sure that whatever it is that you that you realize in this episode about yourself, what you would bet on yourself, most likely underneath that is because you've actually taken action. So mm. you you believe in your bones something about yourself that you've actually taken action on. It's very hard to believe things truly and wholeheartedly that you that you aren't taking action. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you want to become. And, you know, hopefully something stirred up in this episode that you can you can really learn what you want to double and triple down on in 2023 because we still are at the beginning of the year and this can be this can be a good a good new start new fresh start for you with a new perspective yes it can next level nation we actually just got off one of our department meetings for next level live 2023 so as you have heard we are having an event on april 1st 2023 in Worcester Massachusetts 50 humans Alan and myself will be presenting we're going to be talking about health we're going to be talking about wealth and we're going to be talking about love it is going to be our I'll say it's our first style of this really new event where it's just going to be Alan and I and we're going to sit down and figure out what is the best experience for our audience that's it I we are not we don't need to collaborate and bring people in it's just going to be us and you 
And that's the same as this podcast. And that's why we're doing it that way. So please join us. The link will be in the show notes for tickets. It's $97. We're only taking 50 people. And I guarantee it is well worth the money. As of yesterday, we officially, in our company, produced 27 podcasts. And I don't know if that number includes NLU and Podcast Growth You. Is that true? Yes. It does. Okay. So 27 podcasts. We produced 27 podcasts. And we know what we're doing because we have just learned through much, uh, much repetition. So if you want to start, grow, or monetize a podcast, we are the place where you can do your genius reps, your genius zone, stay in your genius zone while we do ours. In our case, it's producing the show. I am actually a client at my own company, which is so, so, so cool. So Conscious Couples Podcast is produced by Next Level Podcast Solutions, which is a part of Next Level, the Next Level Universe. So if you want to start, grow, or monetize a podcast, maybe you've been thinking about it, maybe you want to start small, maybe you want to do it, you know, once a week, just audio only, not on YouTube yet, you can start with a small package. We have three different levels, level one, two, and three. Three is the whole boat, which is the Ferrari. You know, level two is the mid-level, and then level one is just start small audio only for a cheaper price. I think it's $297 a month. Again, it depends on some of the nuances. But if you are interested, you also get coaching with it. So you have Kevin in your corner. You have our team in your corner. We help you grow. Our goal is to get you to your next level. And that's what we do at Next Level Podcast Solutions. Son. Next Level Nation, tomorrow for episode number 1,214, one big piece of advice we actually stopped taking. I love doing those episodes. I'm very excited to talk about it. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. Happy Wednesday. We will talk to you tomorrow. And we will see you at the next level. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.